welcome back to Exceeding TV. I'm Reek. And it's the last episode of 2023. It's the last episode of 2023. It's the last episode of 2023. Hey. And it's just me. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? So I know I posted that last episode kind of late. Um, if you're going by by the weeks, then um, that did come out this week. And you know, you know, <laughs> got a little, you know, nervous. But when I watched it, and see, that's what we got to do sometimes. That's not what the episode is about tonight. Well, what happens is that sometimes we get in our own heads and we have these situations where we just feel like everything is just like, uh, and really, it's really not that bad. So I was kind of like, uh, after the episode, because I kind of just felt like that was just supposed to be a natural reaction. And then when I watched it, I was just like, I'm going to do that anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell my testimony. I'm going to be transparent. And the enemy tried to make me feel bad about being transparent, but that is what I am here for. That is how we grow out loud. So, you know, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm not going to take that into 2023 because God already told me that this episode, this, this season is going to be real personal. So I took that personally and I'm going to continue to take that personally and try to do what I can do. You know what I'm saying? So I am so excited. Um, this is the last episode of 2023. The next time you're going to see this beautiful face will be next week. And my sister will be sitting here next to me. Um, God really kind of added like a, a structure, which I was excited about, um, to my solo episodes this season. So I'm really excited about that because he already told me, like, listen, episode, uh, 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 it's just going to be you. And y'all know, all, all the episodes are my favorite, but these be my favorite favorites because I be all over the place. Y'all get to see inside my brain without somebody keeping me on track. <laughs> so it, it's always an adventure. And I'm pretty sure today is going to be one too. So I love that for me. And you. I love that for us. But today's episode, I have another name for this episode. And so I was talking to my good sis, Monet. I know you're going to hear this. You really helped me when you said, because I it was something that I said. And then she just repeated that one word back to me. And when she repeated it back, I was like, hmm. That's it. That's the one, Daniel's son. Um, so it was kind of like, it was like one of those situations where I had a scripture that God showed me and he gave me this beautiful revelation about the scripture. And it, it doesn't feel beautiful to hear because it kind of is like, why you don't do that? You know what I'm saying? But it is a beautiful revelation. I cannot wait to share with you guys. I have shared pieces of it i've shared like a little bit of it this season actually because it's something that was in my recent 
in my recent Bible studies, but the way God be moving and shaking and shaking and moving, I'm pretty sure I'm going to expand. He's going to expand and, and all of that. And we're going to have a good time. And I pray that I can encourage you one last time before the clock strikes 12 and we step into prayerfully a brand new year. And who this year feels like it just zoomed on by. Like, I don't know about the last couple years, but they've just been zoom, zoom, zoom. Like, these last couple years have been have been zooming. But this year, it just, it feels like it was just it was just January. Like, I can't believe it's about to be January because it was just January. Like, what do you mean it's about to be January? So it's crazy. But to God be the glory because we are still here. For those that we have lost, I mean, we have lost so many things. And it's it's so hard to think about the things that we've lost and the, the people that we've lost and the people that, that don't no longer have the opportunity to go into another year. And I think that the the way I choose to honor those people is by bettering who who I am because I get another opportunity. I get another chance and bettering how I think about things and how I look at things and how I how I handle my time and how I handle this life that I still have because unfortunately they do not have that opportunity. So that is my first encouraging word of this year. Don't stop. Don't 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 stay there too long. Live and and live abundantly because that's what God wants for you. So, amen. I had to say that cuz I know that there's been a lot of loss this year and it's been a lot of there's been a lot of loss these last couple of years. Um I was actually on our prayer line this morning and they were talking about the the pandemic and how many people lost their lives during the pandemic. And I was one of the ones that got COVID and went into the hospital and of course all of that and that that fear of of thinking I was going to die it was already fearful enough being at home but being in a hospital with COVID was was something as equally as scary as you may think it was because a lot of people went in and didn't come out so the attitude that I've, I've tried to adapt since leaving that hospital and and getting another chance to to live because I, I got pretty close, but getting another chance was something that kick-started this beautiful journey that God has me on. So let those losses and let those things that you don't understand and those, those departures that you don't understand, let those fuel your closeness to God and get Get really close to him. I'm talking about get really close to him because he will comfort you. Because those that mourn, blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. So, amen, amen. Um, but tonight's episode is not about that. It is about unstoppable. Unstoppable, right? So, like... I was talking, like I said, I was talking to my sister Monet, my good sis, and we were talking about this shift. There has been a shift that our pastor has um, 
deemed of our ministry. And she's like, there's a shift that has happened. And there is, there is, God is doing something. God is about to, to move really fast. And that's something that God has really been dealing with me about all, all year, really. It's about um, the move that's about to happen and, and about what he is requiring of me. I won't necessarily say what he's requiring from all of his children, but I've noticed that I've run into more people than not that completely understand what I'm talking about. So here I am today to share it with you because you may completely understand what I'm talking about. Um, but it the, the whole setup of last year and the whole setup of how 2023 went, there were some specific things that God told me in 2023 that were going to happen. And he told me them in 2022. And it was almost as if he was preparing me. And he called 2023, my 2023, on the job training. And he told me, I gave you everything that you need to, to, to get through this year. I gave you everything. There's been, there's been examples. There's been promises. There's been instructions. God gave me this, this bulk of things in 2022 at the end of 2022 so i went through 2022 going through different things but seemingly passing these these particular checkpoints i won't necessarily call them tests i'll call them checkpoints so i got through these particular checkpoints in 2022 because i really genuinely started to to see my own value in god or my own value to god or not even necessarily, well, I think that this year I more so saw my value in a spiritual sense than last year. So I'll say that. So last year it was more so I was beginning to try to see that value. I began to see God in everything. And I'm talking about the little videoest things like the me finding a, a, a remote control battery that I was looking for. And I go straight to it like, thank you, Lord. Like, and that process of making it a lifestyle of making that, that lifestyle of seeing God in everything and, and desiring to hear God in everything and listening for the God in all situations, seeing the God in all situations, speaking God into all situations. That was what my 2022 was really all about. So when I got to the end of 2022, God began to tell me there are things that I did not think that you were going to, to see me in that you saw me in. And that is what I need from you. That's, 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 I'm, I'm pleased with how you have executed the trials and tribulations of this year. And he told me in 2023, all of these examples and he noted and pointed out all of these different examples of things that I overcame that I didn't even, I didn't even necessarily realize I overcame. I just was desiring to seek him and to, to see him in everything. So he told me there, these are all of these examples and you're going to need all of these examples in 2023. And if you keep these examples in the forefront of your mind in 2023, you're not going to see anything new next year. It's going to be a on-the-job training. I want to see what you're going to do. 
And I was, <laughs> I was perplexed. I'm not going to lie. I was very perplexed because in my mind, what I did was, and what we often do is we psych ourselves out. So God be like, good job. Good job, son. Good job, daughter. And we don't know that we did a thing. So then now we have to go consciously do a thing. Because we think that we have to now go consciously do it when you unconsciously did it all that time. But, yeah. <laughs> Lord. So, unconsciously. So, now I felt like I had to consciously do a thing and I began to confuse what it was that God said that I was going to be doing. But I also confused the fact that he told me that I already did the principle of the thing because God had been working with me. And that's really what the examples were. The examples were principles. That's what the Bible is full of. The Bible is full to the brim of principles. And that is actually one of the, the, the next couple of journals. Well, the one of the next journals that God has me working on. Um, and it's called A Simple Formula, New to the Chase. And basically what it was is it was this equation that God gave me that anything could fit in because God is very principled. He's very orderly. He's very structured. Like he is the God of order. So everything has a place. Everything has a purpose. That's why he works all things together for our good because it has, it fits into a simple principle. The principle that he gave me being new to the chase of him was trust plus obey. That's it. No matter what type of scenario you put in those situations, in, 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 in that equation, it's like one of those equations in, in, in algebra where when you put, when you plug this in, you plug this in, you always, you're going to get this. Like if you, anything times zero is always going to be zero. Anything times one is always going to be itself. So it's like one of those kind of equations where it's not even like, grandiose we gotta try to make god like oh god it's so difficult <laughs> it is so unique and true enough it is but the principle is still the same and that is something that god has given me to process in writing <laughs> which i love for me um because of course the journal the journey to journaling is is the series that he gave me so that simple formula that he gave me when he began to actually tell me and and deposit it to me exactly what it was it was like no matter what happens i need you to trust me and i need you to obey me i need you to believe me trust and i need you to execute obey i need you to uh, my sister has this beautiful formula. It's beautiful. When she told it to me, I was like, oh my goodness. Yes plus execution equals win, right? So when she told it to me, I was like, yes. Give God a yes. Do your part equals win. So when I was sitting down and I was thinking about the equation, God was like, it's a simple formula. Yes equals trust. If you trust me, you'll tell me yes. You won't tell me no, because you'll trust that I know what's best for you in this situation. Execution means obey. When I tell you to do something, go do it. 
it all equals win. It's a simple formula. So that is something that God had been dealing with me with as far as principles, as far as the examples that he gave me, like the things that I overcame that I didn't really think about. I didn't really think about them in the moment. And of course, I'm silly. So in 2023, I decided to think about them. So I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time this year. I wasted a lot of time. And I think that's why at the beginning, that was something that was on me about the ones that have departed. Because I know that there are people that didn't know they were running out of time. They didn't know that time was about to be up. And I think that we spend a lot of time thinking about the aftermath of a thing than thinking about the next step of a thing. And that's something that I don't want to do anymore. I don't necessarily have New Year's resolutions, but that's something that I don't think it's beneficial to the simple formula to think about why something has happened instead of thinking about why it needed to happen or... Because, of course, we don't want to think about our loved ones passing on or anyone passing on as, like, it needed to happen. But God controls everything. There is nothing in the earth that's the Lord or the fullness thereof. Every we, everything <laughs> belongs to the Lord our God, right? So, I think that what I did in this year was I began to overcomplicate what God told me. And so because God is not a liar, there were certain things and certain timelines that he gave me. He said things like next year and like 2024. So I feel like God usually is like, Abram, like go into this place and I will show you. And he's like, okay, no, it's on the job training. The 2023 is on the job training, right? I want to see what you're going to do. I want to see how you handle situations. God spoke to me a lot this year, but when it was time to make decisions, God being the true teacher that he is, he got real quiet during the test. <laughs> he got so quiet during the test like and the test was testing right <laughs> like ooh, them things was testing right but god got really quiet in those moments to see if i trusted him like do you trust me enough to to do the last thing I told you to do until I tell you to do something else. Because my pastor always says it. She says it all the time. If God don't say nothing, keep on doing what you're doing. Like, if you don't say nothing new, keep on doing what you're doing. And I think that that was, that was kind of where I was at all year long. Was kind of just like, God already told me everything. And he told me that he was telling me everything at the end of 2022. Like, hey, this is what you need to know. This is what you need to know about yourself. This is what you need to know about how you handled this year. This is what you need to know about how I feel about how you handled this year. How I how I perceived your handling of this year as a, as a place of 
I can trust you with more, right? And and that's a scary thing <laughs> when, when you don't see yourself as somebody being trusted with more. But when you are a good steward, those that are good steward over little, you're a good steward over a lot. And what God was essentially telling me was that, okay, you are a good steward over over the things that I've 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 allowed to to come before you in this year. Continue, right? Not me, of course. Now I I didn't utterly mess up. I did not utterly go into destruction, but <laughs> I started thinking too much. Because like I said, in 2022, I really didn't think about it. I just really, my only thought was, I need the Lord. <laughs> I need him. I need him in this situation. I need him to tell me, I need I need to see him in this. I need to, I need to find the purpose in life. Like, life had become so mundane after the, the, the pandemic. The pandemic. <laughs> After the pandemic, it became so mundane and so, uh, you know, there was a lot of things that we couldn't do anymore. Walmart don't stay open all night no more. Like it's so much. It's as y'all can see, I'm very affected by that. I a late night trip to Walmart where nobody's in there. I'm talking about Chef Kiss. Chef Kiss. Walmart don't even stay late. It only. They don't stay open. Everything changed, essentially. <laughs> Everything changed. And we had to readapt to a new norm. And I wanted my new norm, instead of panic, to be see God in everything. No matter what it was, no matter how big it was, no matter how small it was, no matter whether it looked like God, whether it smelled like God, whether I felt like this is something I wanted to see the good in the good capital G-O-O-D, the God in everything. And I found out on the latter end that that was pleasing to God, of course, because I was trusting him. I was trusting him with, with the smallest of minute things. And that was not that was not my normal activity. That was not something that I normally did um, as far as with everything across the board. Like medium things, big things, absolutely small things. It wasn't that I necessarily didn't think it was God. I just not, I just did not acknowledge God in those little bitty things. Like I said, finding a battery that I've been walking around the house looking for for two hours. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Going to find a parking spot and pulling up. And there's one right in the front. Thank you, Jesus. I'm talking about everything, right? Just everything. Everything that was before me. Everything, the way the trees take in things that we don't need and push out to something that we do need. I became super aware of God in 2022. 2023, God is like, hey, do it again, run it back, right? Because sometimes <laughs> when you pass a thing, God got to make sure that thing is in you. So you'll pass something and then God will allow that same thing to come back to see if you learned it. If you retained it, you learned it because you passed it. But did you retain the information that he presented? Okay. He already told me, we're going to write it back. Okay. On the job training. I need you on your P's and Q's. Okay. So 
Yeah, I overthought that whole thing. Overthought. <laughs> I overthought the whole year. I'm talking about. Ooh. Yes. Not utter destruction. Hallelujah. The grace of God. But there were a lot of things that I, I put off. And there were a lot of things that I did not. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust the God in me. Right? And we're going to get to that because that's what this scripture is. Because God is always going to bring it around town. Right? So I didn't trust the God in me. I didn't trust. I didn't trust it in me. And so I began to doubt everything about myself. So I didn't start to doubt God, which essentially I was doubting God because God created me and he told me this is this is what you're going to be doing. But I, I started to doubt my ability, my part in it after God was like, yes, love that. I love how you handled that. I love how you looked at that. I love how you, you, you executed that. I love that. Keep doing that. And I began to doubt that, that instinct in me to say, you can do this and you can, you can attain that and you can execute that and you you can pull that through and you can follow that through and God has a, allowed me to to see all of those different moments <laughs> where I did not trust the Lord in me and trust his word that I was capable and trust his word that I was knowledgeable enough and I was the one and I was supposed to say it and it was only supposed to be me that said it and he gave that revelation to me and that's okay. He gave that 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 opportunity to me. And that's okay because it was for me. Because everything that's not for me is not going to be presented to me. And that was something that I struggled with without actually knowing that I was struggling with it. And so, of course, we get to the end of the year and God has to do a crash course on me. Mm. And we talked about that in the question where that, it was just like... I told you, girl, I told you that I had something for you to do. I told you that I needed you to rest. I told you because where I'm taking you, I don't need you tired. Okay? Like, these are his words. I don't need you tired. So, rest. And something about me just forgot how to rest <laughs> this year. And so God forced me to hit that brick wall and stripped everything from me. And finally, I'm resting. But the resting has been so violent. It's been violent. <laughs> it's been violent. It's been a violent rest because it's been a forceful rest. Instead of just it naturally happening, it's been something like, I'm going to just set you on down. You're going to set on down. Like, Okay. All because I did not trust the God that I was developing. The the relationship with the God in me that I was developing. Better better words. The relationship and the, the fellowship that I was formulating and and strengthening and feeding. You know what I'm saying? Feeding with the word of God, feeding with 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 talking to God more and and seeking him more seeing him and everything that that fellowship that I was building was something that I was feeding that and 
he said, I'm not forgetful. He said, you just have a remembering problem. And that sucks <laughs> because it's like when, when I, when you mess up, of course, now you want to remember what you should have did. And that's, that's the, that's the worst time to remember the right thing is after you did the wrong thing, but God is gracious and he's merciful and I thank him, but I don't like playing in his face like that, but he's gracious and he's merciful. And he, he, he reminds me of that often. I'm gracious and I'm merciful. Don't go too hard on, on my child. That's a word for somebody. Stop going. And he's talking about yourself. So look in the mirror and say, stop going so hard on God's child because he don't want that. He don't want that. But speaking to the God in us, speaking to unstoppable, what makes us unstoppable? God. <laughs> Duh. God is ever moving. He is ever going it's it's ever grow it's an ever growing journey it, it it never it doesn't come to an end until it comes to the end of the correct scope and you ain't got no more opportunities but god is a god of movement and he took me to hebrews 13 20 through 21 now the god of peace that brought again from the dead our lord jesus that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God is the one doing the work. Let's sit with that for a moment. God, I know, and see, my mind was like, duh, God, I know that. But do you act like it? That was his immediate question back to me. Do you act like I am making you perfect in every good work to do my will, working in you that which is well-pleasing to me? And it was almost like I just had to stop for a minute because the way he the way he presented it to me, and I think I said it was like in a previous episode, it's more work to not please God <laughs> than to please him. Because the pleasing part is the simple formula. Trust, obey. That's really I really only have believe me. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like, it, it really doesn't matter what, what you put in there. The principal fact of it is, is that God doesn't really ask that much of us. He just asks us to be obedient and to trust him. He's not asking us to do the thing. He's not asking us to, to perform the miracle. He's not asking us to do any of those things. He's asking for permission to use us to do it. Because he's not going to kick our door in. He's not going to kick your door in and make you believe him. Because that's not really belief. Right? I'm not going to give you a sign of a miraculous thing. So that you can believe that I can do a miraculous thing. Because we should not need a sign 
to believe that our father can do the thing. He can, he can, he can heal that. He can, he can fix that. He can reconstruct that. He can turn that around. But do you believe that? And I think that that's, it's part of the simple formula. It's, it's part of the formula. The formula is trust and obey. Whatever word you would like to put in, 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 in its place, it, it, it leads back to trusting him. It leads back to trusting that he can and that he wants to and that if he doesn't, there's something better. And I think that that's also a thing with with what I was dealing with. And I think that that's really why God gave me exceeding abundantly. Because exceeding abundantly is such a loaded, it's such a a loaded thing. And I think that when he first gave it to me, I thought it was too heavy for me. Like, God, that's that's too heavy. Even without having the revelation that he's given me now about exceeding abundantly. I was just like, God, that's too heavy. Like, that is a lot. We use that that scripture now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask, think, or imagine. Your imagination. And my imagination, I don't know about you, my imagination is whew, through the roof. Like, I've always been like that. I was a reader. Growing up, I read books. Books are gateway drugs to imagine, like people that have high imagination. And I don't mean to say like gateway drugs, like, but you can really get lost in a book. You can really get lost in the character development. You can really get lost in the plot, the the storyline, the 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 progression. Like I think that's character development. You can really get lost in these these characters, and you can really get lost in these things that are presented to you. And what God was showing me was that when you set your mind on something, and when you believe me, and you trust me, and you you ask me for something you think something or you imagine something. What I'm telling you is, is that when you set your mind on that and you truly, truly believe that I am able to do that thing, I have to go bigger. And I was like, God, me with the high imagination, like somebody with a high imagination looks at that and I don't know about y'all, but me. Okay, I'm just going to talk about me. With the, with, with, the, with the imagination that I have and the things that I have pondered in my heart and in my mind for God to do or for me, for me to be able to do for my family, for the people around me, like for the, the thing. Like I have pondered a lot of things. I have imagined and envisioned a lot of things. So for God to say, I'm going to do more than that because you have trusted me and believed me that I can do that grandiose thing that you think is so grandiose I am a god of more it's limitless it's 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 unstoppable and all I'm asking you to do is allow me to work through you to give you those things so that the glory can be revealed.
that the the goodness can be revealed, that the mercy can be revealed, that the grace can be revealed, that I can sustain you through those things. I can provide for you in those situations that don't really look like you're going to make it, where you don't think it's going to happen. And then at the last minute, not the not the wrong time, but always right on time, it is going to happen because I love you. I want to make you unstoppable. I sent my son to die for you, to overcome the world so that nothing in this world can make you feel like there's nothing that I cannot do. I raised my son from the dead. Now the God of peace <laughs> that bought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will. Perfection is only in God. And I've talked about that so many times on the TV, where it's like, I've been striving for perfection my whole entire life. And I came to this scripture and I, and I, and I, I dwelt, I dwelled. <laughs> I don't know which one of them. Okay. One of them. I've been out of school a long time. I, 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 I sat with God about the word perfection and what he revealed to me is Jesus Christ. Jesus, only one down here that's ever been perfect was Jesus dwelling, right? I'm not perfect in my own regard, but I have perfection dwelling in me. Mm. <laughs> perfection dwelling in me every single day, waiting for me to allow it to be perfected. Waiting for me to allow the will of God that is perfect and good and and orderly and and it comes with 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 ups, it comes with downs, but it is exactly what I need when I need it, how I need it, the 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 way that it that it grows me, the way that it it protects me the way that it shields me the way that it does what it needs to do is perfect because he knows the end before the beginning and that is something to strive for to surrender to the unstoppable force that dwells in you like Working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. The children of God want to be well-pleasing. We do so many things that we think are pleasing to God. I did a lot of things this year that I thought was pleasing to God. And though, though God did not immediately... <laughs> He didn't immediately correct me because that he told me, "What? How are you going to handle these situations that I that I put before you that I've already told you that you've handled quite well?" He didn't immediately correct me, but there were a lot of things that I did that was pleasing that that I thought was pleasing to God, but they didn't they didn't lie in trusting in Him. 
Mm. <laughs> I felt like they were pleasing to him. I felt like those are the things that I should be doing. I felt like that's how I should read my word. I felt like that's how I should should process things. I felt like that's how I should have responded to that situation because I feel like that was pleasing to God. And it wasn't until the end of the year, September, October to be exact, well, no, September, around the end of September that I realized that that there was no discipline behind it. There was no, there was no structure behind it. There was no order behind it. It was sporadic. It was, it was good, lowercase g-g-g-o-o-d, but it was not ordered. It was not structured. God, God, God wanted that structure. I had a structure in 2022. My structure, though it may have seemed as if it was just, I'm just going to look at everything. That was a structure. I, I intentionally did that. God is very intentional. My intentionality with the way I handled situations in 2022 is what prompted God to come to me and say, okay, we getting somewhere. <laughs> We're getting somewhere. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like how you, uh, yeah, you know, and I began to think too much. I began to, I began to think more about the, the process than the surrendering because essentially what I was doing was surrendering all of my emotions immediately to God and saying, God, this gotta be you. You gotta do it. It got to be you. It, if God don't do it, it won't get done. If God don't get this parking space, I'm going home. It's comical, but it's real. Like God, I, I leaned on God to to do the little things, the the big things, like things that were just unexpected to me. I leaned on him to do the exceeding abundantly. I leaned on him to do those things that I did not feel. Sorry. Those things that I did not feel could be done at all if he hadn't done it i i didn't i didn't it wasn't gonna get done right it wasn't it wasn't gonna get done but what he showed me with this scripture is that and what i said it last week i want you to take your free will choice and surrender that's what i want you to do take that choice that i'm giving you and surrender because he showed me something Everything, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And what he showed me is that human beings are the only creations of God that have a choice. Everything else don't got no choice. If a tree starts rotting from the inside out, you cut it down. It it's not doing it's 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 not doing what it was designed to do. It was designed to take in carbon monoxide. I think that's it. Push out oxygen. It was designed to serve us. A tree. Okay? Everything has a purpose. The second that it stopped, we talked about that where your fruit at. Where's your fruit at? That fig tree was supposed to be growing figs because the fig tree did not grow figs jesus said 
get up out of here. Because <laughs> you ain't growing figs. You ain't going to grow nothing else. You're, it's, it's fig time and you're not growing figs. It didn't have a choice. It didn't have a, it didn't have a voice to say, wait, I'm just running a little behind. Mm. I'm too busy doing this. Mm. I can't really do that. I don't think I can really grow figs that much. Like, I really don't feel like I can grow 30 figs. I really feel like I can only just grow 15 figs. Mm. You don't, it didn't really get that. It didn't get that option. It just immediately got cut down. And through that message of where your fruit at, through that that episode and through that processing and through that studying of that, because God, like I said, God has had me on fruit, the fruit of the spirit for a long, long time. I'm talking like 2019, like fresh. That was that was the first thing I kind of really dug into. And I can I can remember those first. The first thing I really dug into was the fruit of the spirit. The first book of the Bible that I really read was James. Right? Like, I can remember those first. <laughs> like, those, that's how I know it's a long time because those are monumental to me. Like, that was like a, a new thing for me. But that fruit was like, it was on me. So when God began to expand it, when I began to avail myself to the, what is it? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. This everlasting covenant, when I began to embrace what was dwelling in me, this perfect, make me perfect in every good work, this perfection that's dwelling in me. When I began to stop thinking that that perfection, that I had to achieve that perfection if it was going to be acceptable. And I began to realize that that God is is perfect he, he's perfect all by himself he's, he's perfect in the perfection anything that i do with the spirit of excellence and through perfection is going to be him it's never going to be me i'm never going to be perfect when i begin to sit with that and i begin to de unlearn those things that i learned in the world that was what he showed me like I love you so much that I don't cut you down when you don't do what I called you and purposed you to do. Because everything else gets cut down. Everything can be, everything is stoppable. You can stop a tree from growing by going down to the roots of it and yanking it up, whether it's dead or not. You can stop it. It can be stopped. A bee can be stopped. When you spray that thing, swat that thing, smush it, whatever, it can be stopped. <laughs> we can be stopped now. Now, we can. But we ain't going that deep. We're not, we're not going there. <laughs> we ain't going down that avenue. The avenue that I'm thinking of is that the unstoppableness of us is that we have a choice. We have a, like I said, Jesus walked up to that tree and was like, hey, you're supposed to be growing figs, baby. Get it out of here. Imagine if God started walking up to us and say, hey, you're supposed to be growing compassion, baby. You as mean as a rattlesnake. Get up out of here. Because he could. Because he could. And he has the full authority to do so. Like, he don't got to ask nobody. God don't got to ask nobody. 
to do none of that. And I even give you that choice because I don't have to ask you. I could make you like everything else, but that is not what I purposed you for. You're unstoppable if you would just surrender, if you would just do the thing, if you would give the yes, if you would allow me to work through you and make you perfect in every good work to do my will because my will benefits you. It benefits you more than you think it's going to benefit you, more than you can ask, think, or imagine. Come on. <laughs> what have you asked God for? If he hasn't given it to you, that means he has something bigger, exceeding abundantly. I have something bigger for you. I have something better for you. When God gave me exceeding abundantly, it was so heavy. And when he gave me exceeding TV, I'm like, it's got to be more. <laughs> it has to be more. It has to be more than me sitting right here. It will be more than me sitting right here. Because that's the kind of God I serve. That that That's... That's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God that does more, that goes the extra step, that goes the extra mile. What better, what what more better? I know that's probably a double negative. What, what better way to go the extra mile than to do the work within you to be pleasing to him, to get the benefits of being pleasing to him? It's more work to not please God. When he said that, I was like, that is a gunshot wound to the chest. <laughs> like, because I know I've done some not so pleasing things to God. I know I have because I've I've had a no for a long time. And there, and if we're being, because we're going to be transparent, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be real parent, transparent, you know, real personal. Have I given a full yes to everything? I got to stop that because I have a choice and God can be like, okay, so you said half a yes, but you didn't say yes to that part and cut you down. Birth, come here and just take me up out of here and that just be it. And it'll be no more, no more read. It'll be no more read. I won't even say it won't be no more exceeding TV because exceeding TV has purpose. Exceeding abundantly has purpose. It has purpose. So, God can move me right on out the way if I don't do what I should be doing. Now, he may not kill me, but he can move me right on out the way and raise somebody else up and bow ta down. Watch out now. <laughs> like, like it never even, you know what I'm saying? You got to think about that. What things in your life? Are you halfway saying yes to that you don't realize are a benefit to you? I love exceeding TV. It stresses me out in the best of the ways. <laughs> it stresses me out. I don't know what I'm going to say when I sit here. <laughs> I don't know what I am going to say. I don't have a, this. This iPad got a timer the title and a scripture on it. It don't got nothing. <laughs> it don't got nothing else on this iPad. I have no clue what the Lord is going to say. And that's so exciting and stressful at the same time. But if I got to do it, stress, <laughs> I'm going to do it, stress, because it blesses me. And, and it, it's going to continue to bless me because 
God is doing the 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 perfect and and good work to do His will. It was in His will for me to be doing Exceeding TV, so I'm going to be blessed by the hands of Exceeding TV. You are being blessed by the things that God is working through you in this realm on earth. Everything that God has you doing, his will is is perfect and he's perfection because he already knows what is to come. He knows the the dangers that could possibly be ahead of you. He knows the things that you can take. He knows the things that you cannot take. He knows the things that you're going to prosper from. He knows the things that you're going to mishandle. He knows the things that I can't trust you with it right now, but I can trust you with it later. And I just got to take you through this process to get you to the later. He knows everything and he wants to do that work in you to be unstoppable in the kingdom of God. And we don't listen sometimes. I don't listen sometimes. I don't trust sometimes. And that's something that I've been working on recently as well, because he has me on the simple formula. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, if I have a, a second, if I have a minute of doubt, God has been doing this thing with me. I've been loving it. I think he's about to turn up the heat on it, but I've been loving it. But like a situation will come up, right? And it'll be like 8.50, right? 8.50 a.m., 8.50 p.m., use your imagination, whichever one. It's 8.50. And I'll be like, be angry with sin not be angry with sin not be angry with sin i'm i'm, I'm talking about hot <laughs> hot steaming smoking be angry with sin not i can't sin be angry with sin not and the holy spirit will ever so slightly tell me you have until nine o'clock you got to nine o'clock right that's what it's been lately. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a like a 10 minute, you know what I'm saying? Not even really like a 10 minute. The next the next milestone. You know what I'm saying? What a milestone is. Like if it's if it's 8:36, the next milestone is 8:40, right? That's the next the the next notable one, right? We we don't we don't say go to 8:36. That's your no. You know 8:40, 8:45, 8:50, 8:55. So y'all know what I'm saying. You got until nine o'clock to let it go. Feel, scream, yell. Your feelings are not bad. Jesus had feelings. Jesus had emotions. Didn't we about that? Jesus had emotions. Emotions. He had feelings. He cried. Even though he knew his friend was going to get up. Lazarus was going to rise. He knew that that was one of the things that he was going to do. And he cried. It is... If it wasn't in, if it wasn't supposed to be in there, y'all read that Bible, man. If it wasn't supposed to be in there, it wouldn't have been in there. What does it mean to you? That's what revelation is. That's what fellowship is. That's what relationship is. What does it mean to you in your current situation? What it meant to me was Jesus had emotions. Emotions are not your problem. You just cannot sit in them things. You can't. You are not the hardest, the hardest, roughest thing on the block. You're not. You are not the meanest, nastiest, rudest person on the block. You are not the bucket of tears 
the full of just cry baby. You're that's not that's not you. But that does not mean that those things won't touch you. And I have accounted for that because I gave you an example. It is okay to have those things, but you got to have a nevertheless. Right after that, Jesus was so stressed out. He was sweating blood in the Garden of Gethsemane before. Like, hey, take this cup. You feel me? Like, I don't really want to. Ah. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. God has been giving me a nevertheless time period. A goal, per se. A structure. Structure. It's about structure. It's about discipline. I want you to take the next 10 minutes, nine now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this time in the Lord talk. I want to talk to y'all. I'm talking to you. Nine. You got nine now. I want you to take the next nine minutes, and I want you to process. I want you to scream. I want you to yell. I want you to not, not sin. Don't get beside yourself. Don't start. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. You better watch what you say. Watch your mouth now. Now watch your mouth. But I want you to process everything that is going on and, and what you think about this situation. But at nine o'clock, I want you to let it go. Now, whether that be me explaining to you why that had to happen or you just simply letting it go, trust me. I want you to trust me that if you let it go, you're going to be fine. It's going to be all right. Everything's going to be fine. I know it seems like the just, ugh, just hate it. I want you to trust me and be obedient and let it go. And the peace. Oh, the peace. The God of peace. Now the God of peace. The peace of letting it go. Because I used to get so mad when people used to look me in my face and tell me, you need to let that go, girl. I'm finna let you go. I'm finna dip up out of here. I got to get up out of here. Like, I'm finna let you go. Because what do you mean? Like, don't tell me. How you gonna tell me what to let go? Like, you don't know how that affected me. You ain't even the one that's going through what it is that you tell me to let. I'm talking about real bad, real nasty, real quick, real rude, right? Until God started telling me, and I was like, mm. <laughs> I kind of gotta, like, wait a minute. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can't talk to God like that. Okay, now I tried. Crazy tell self, God, I thank you for grace and mercy. I did. I really, I was really spicy with God. A time or, or 50. But <laughs> I got myself together. He got me together because some consequences started consequent. Like, hold up, let me hold on, hold on. Let's, okay, no. Let's 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 think about this. <laughs> let's let's think about before you get too hasty. Cause I really don't. I really should have to give you time. It really should be. That's why I said I feel like you're gonna turn the heat up. Like, nah, ain't no ten minutes. Like, let that thing go. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what's about to happen. But <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> that's exactly what's about to happen. So, um. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay. Help, Lord. 
<laughs> what my sister said, help, Lord, help. But <laughs> the way he introduced it to me was in giving. That's how he introduced it. That Intro introduced it. That's how he introduced that concept to me with giving and the importance of giving and the importance of sowing and how he operates and how he he gives seed to the sower and how he how he does that. And those situations where when I was giving and I wasn't in the what I would deem as the financial place to do that. It was like, if it was 901 and I didn't trust God in that moment to turn it around while I was doing that, while I was sewing, while I was giving my tithes, while I was doing that, that, that particular principle, while I was doing that, if it was 901 by 902, I was turning my speech around. It was giving very much David. I think that's why God has me in Psalms right now. It was giving very much David because David used to be saying some wild stuff. David was a wild boy. But in the same breath, he hit that Selah and he was like, but God, I know you're going to do it. Like, I used to be so confused. I was so confused. I was like, now he was just saying like, he's going to die. He's just like, where is the Lord? What is, what, what's God got going on? Like, where you at, Lord? These people finna find me. They finna kill me. They finna take me out the game. Selah. God, I know that you are more than capable. And I was like, huh? And God was like, you do the same thing. You do the same. You, my dear child, do the exact same thing. You do. I need you to just come back to yourself. Don't forget to come back to yourself. Don't forget to come back who I created you to be. And he he got me quick on that. Like, I had to be quick on that. Because giving is a hard, that's a hard principle for a lot of people. And God showed me that. And I think that's why I dealt with that for a long time. Like, strengthening that. Because of the position that I'm in now. The, the harvest of those seeds are harvesting like I need them to harvest right and even in the midst of it of it harvesting it's harvesting in a lot of different ways it's not just monetary it's not just it, it, it's it's a lot of different things it's, it's peace it's comfort it's strength it it is monetary like it, it's all of those things but that process of that trust in that area god is like let me do the good perfect work let me do it <laughs> Let me do it. I want to do it. I desire to do it. I designed you to do it. I created you to do it. I sent my son to die so that I could do it effortlessly, without strain, without worry, without doubt, without the, the cares of this world. I want those cares. I want you to cast those things on me. I care for you. I want you to let me be your strong tower. I want you to let me make you unstoppable in every good thing. The only way you're going to do it is me. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let that thing go. Let it go. It happened. What were you supposed to learn? 
Be quick. Be quick to hear. Slow to speak. Be slow to anger. Be angry with sin not. Find those things in the word that fit your situation. Because I was an angry bird. I was angry. I was angry at myself. I was angry at my family. I was angry at my friends. I was angry at the people around me. I was angry at my job. I was angry. I was angry. I I liked anger. I felt like that was the only thing I could be was angry. I felt justified in being angry. And people that know me now, that, <laughs> that, that see me now, they can't see that. They be like, what, Larika? Like, yes. I was a hot head. I said what I wanted to say, when I wanted to say it, excuse me, and how I wanted to say it. And I was not using kind words. I was not, I was not using kind words. I was not using educated words. I was very ignorant. Like, I was very ignorant. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's those situations that I didn't, I didn't trust. I didn't trust anybody. I didn't trust anybody. I felt like, the things that have happened to me, like, you shouldn't have did that. So I took that into my relationship with God. God, is the, it's a simple formula, trust and obey. Me not being trustworthy of anybody at any point made it hard for my relationship with God. Me being a hothead and me just having this, I do, I just, I, I say what I want to say and I do what I want to do attitude was not me being obedient to what God was trying to, where God was trying to lead me. God had had has had to process me in principles, in 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 fundamentals. Like I mean, I gotta take you back to the to the basics to understand what it is that I'm saying. And when I got to the basics, and when I got to the fundamentals, and when I got to the principles, and I got to the revelation of what it's saying to me. We're sitting here at a CDTV and I'm growing out loud. <laughs> like I've grown so much. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the growth from starting CDTV, but I'm so grateful for 2023. No matter what it looks like, no matter what you think it is, no matter, it does, none of that even matters because we serve a God that says, I'm going to work all things together for your good, but I want you to grow. I want you to learn. I don't want to have to keep working things together for your good. And that's the process that he was just telling me. It's going to get quicker because I don't need you dwelling in that for 10 minutes because 10 minutes is a long time when I have something for you to do. When I have you operating in the things that I have you operating in and something angers you, 10 minutes is a long time in front of my people. I don't need you. Um, let me do the good work. Let me perfect you in the good work. Let me let me help you to be well-pleasing to me so that I can bless you because that's what I want to do. I want to bless you. I want to give you favor. I want to give you opportunities. I want to take you places that you couldn't ask me for. I want to take you places that you never thought that you would ever step foot in. I want to take you places that you couldn't think of in your wildest imaginations. I want to do that for you. But you have to let me. You have to allow me. You have to surrender. Trust me. Obey me. 
believe me. Don't look for a sign. Just believe me. There's nothing to see here. Just believe me. It's not going to be some, uh, it's not going to be that. What if it's not that? What if that doesn't happen? Are you not going to believe that I can do it? Are you not going to believe that I'm able to do exceeding abundantly? If I don't crack the sky open and 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 make the make the the new thing come out the the sky, like are you just going to just not believe that it's, it could just walk around the corner and it could just you could just you can go to sleep one day one way and wake up the next day and be completely in a completely different situation that in a blink of an eye and the snap of a finger that I can do it because I am unstoppable. And I dwell in you. Do you allow me to fully dwell, to fully assist you in every good and perfect work? Just let me do it. <laughs> Just let him do it. Let God do it. He wants to. He takes pleasure in it. Like, like he said, it takes more work to not be pleasing to me. I'm doing the work. I'm the one that's dwelling in you to do the work. Of course, I want to bless you. Of course, I want to favor you. Of course, I want you to succeed. Of course, I want you to to prosper i want you to do these things and i want you to i'm going to give you the victory just give me the glory tell somebody what i did tell somebody that doesn't believe that i can do that thing that i did that thing and if i did it for you i'm not a respecter of persons that i can do it for them too i want to take care of my people I've intricately placed everything and everybody where they're supposed to be in their perspective places. I think about that all the time because I was a I was a runner. I was Jonah. I wasn't even Jonah from God. I was just Jonah from 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 the place that God was calling me to, which is my hometown. I hated it. I tried to leave every chance I got. Something more traumatic would happen every single time. But there was purpose for me here. There was purpose for me of being here. Exceeding TV was birthed here. Now, I can't say that Exceeding TV was supposed to be birthed somewhere else because it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. And I kept trying to go somewhere else and I kept coming back here. So I think one plus one equals two that, you know, it, it had to be birthed exactly. You are exactly where God wants you, where he needs you, where your area influence is. Wait for him. Because like I said, he's been telling me, you can wake up, you can go to sleep at night and be in one situation and you can wake up the next day and it could be completely different because that is how I move. That's how I roll. I roll like that. I roll in the miraculous. I operate in the miraculous. I operate in the exceeding abundantly. I operate in the more. Claim that more. Stand on that more. Trust the more. Trust, trust me. Just trust me. Just surrender. Just surrender to the process. You don't, you don't control anything. We don't control anything, y'all. I hate that. I don't hate that. I'm learning. To, I'm unlearning that. <laughs> I'm unlearning that control thing because control is dangerous. 
it's dangerous because you don't really have control. So it's almost like you you gotta you gotta you gotta do something strange to have some control, and that's gonna get you cut down. That's gonna get you. Lucifer wanted some control. Satan, the devil, he wanted some control, right? Cut him right on down like lightning. You don't want that. You do not want that. <laughs> you do not want them kind of problems. We don't know what it's like to live without God's grace and mercy. Like, and I'm not, I personally, that's just me. I ain't trying to find out. I ain't trying to find out what that's like. I'm not. So as I, as I, as I strive to do better, I pray that I have encouraged you to strive to do better too. <laughs> so with that being said, that is all that I have. Happy New Year, y'all. I pray that y'all see the hand of God in your life. I pray that y'all watch this before the New Year because um, I know I'm a little a little late. But I pray that it blesses you whenever you watch it because God will direct it to you when, when it's time to be directed to you. But I pray for a safe New Year. If you don't have a ministry, because I, 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 I'm a watch night girl, okay? We're going to go in. We gonna, I'm going to bring it in with the Lord. If you don't have a ministry to come to, if you are in the Pensacola area, I am going to put Living Word Holy Church in the caption above or below, depending on where you're watching it. Or if you're listening to it, it's going to be in the caption. Come join us December 31st, 9.30. We are going to have a blessed time. So with that being said, come on out if you don't have anywhere. If you are not in the Pensacola area, find you somewhere and get before the Lord so that he can minister all those great things that he wants to do for you in your new year. So I love you. I pray that this encouraged you. I pray I made you laugh a little bit. You know, we love, we stand for, you know, a good, a good, good chuckle. <laughs> love you good morning good evening good afternoon and good night bye